Life Camera Action! We're shooting threes, just SMB. We're gonna watch and review film trilogies. It's all for laughs, so just sit back. We're gonna drop hella dimes on this podcast. Welcome back to Shooting Threes. We are here at the end, question mark, of our Matrix trilogy. Series? I mean, we we're we're under the like rev whatever as it's called. Of, as of today, it's no longer a trilogy. Yeah, Resurrections is out. It certainly most of you probably will have seen it by the time this airs, but uh, it came out yesterday and cut us some slack. Yes, I um, am one of your hosts, Sarah Griffith. I'm the other one, uh, which is how I prefer to be referred to. Uh, the other one, uh, and my name is Bridget Greenberg. Fabulous. Welcome back. Welcome. If you're just joining us, I have not seen, I obviously have not seen Resurrection because I had to see this movie, which is why I was like, we got to do this episode <laughs> immediately. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I also hasn't, haven't seen Resurrections yet, despite having seen all three of these movies in the past. I remembered nothing about, um, Revolutions at all. Yeah, I guess to kick it off, I will say that in the last few weeks, there's been a lot of people obviously revisiting the trilogy, obviously getting mm -hmm. excited for Resurrections. And this is a movie, first of all, I can never remember the name of. And second of all, I really, even now, don't hear people talk about this movie too much. Yeah. Do you understand why? And now that why? I've seen it. <laughs> Okay, I just watched this. I'm fresh off of a watch for yeah, the first time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so I I'm definitely, I need to. I definitely know I need to sit on this a little bit more. Yeah, because um, I didn't outright hate it, and I wouldn't outright say it's bad. It is just not at all what I expected, and uh -huh. quite frankly, I kind of left the Last Jedi feeling this way, and that's a movie that. I saw it a second time and immediately the second time was like, oh, okay, you know what? Now this is clicking in. But because this was so radically not what I was expecting, I like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really even have much to say actually. Yeah. I mean, this I'm will someone, be a 30 minute episode. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, yeah. Um, I am someone who likes the last Jedi. Um, we're pro Last Jedi. Where, where this is a pro Last Jedi podcast. Take that as you will. <laughs> uh, some people probably exited out right now. Yeah, that's uh, we've lost everybody. We've lost everybody. But uh, I don't think this movie holds up to scrutiny as well as the Last Jedi. Might. Oh, I don't mean it. it's not a one to one comparison. I mean the no. feeling I have right now is similar to when I left the first time I watched Last Jedi, which was, is that what I want? I I'm to gonna see? I'm gonna say because like I know your opinion of Last Jedi turned around. I don't think the more you think about the movie or the more you settle into the idea of this movie, the the more you're gonna like it. Um, yeah, you're you're being very kind. True, because uh, you know what? I I actually went through this recently with Eternals. Well, okay. I do think I liked it overall, but at the same time, it was like, but it also wasn't a movie that I really loved. Um, yeah, I I just think uh this movie doesn't hold up to any sort of scrutiny and we'll get into it, but I think this movie kind of falls apart. It doesn't make a ton of sense and not just in the way that like, Oh, it's a sci-fi movie and obviously it has plot holes and stuff like that. If you like 
look at the motivations of the villains, they kind of start falling apart here. Yes. Um, and like anything interesting that the first movie set up, it's completely gone away from that and kind of steered into the worst instincts of what the second movie was. Um, also, mm. it's uh, uh, kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, right out of the gate, like Neo and Trinity and Morpheus are like barely, barely in, in this, it feels bar- like. Your, your best characters are barely in this movie. The characters um, that I actually give a fuck about. Yeah, they they don't have anything to do with like the main, or I mean, they do in like a macro sense, but they don't have a lot to do with the main stakes of like the plot here. They kind of just come in. They're very much a B plot in this movie, and it's it's strange. yeah. Like I want to say, like the whole second act is like as soon as Neo and Trinity go off on that other ship, it's like, and they like they kill Bane. It's like they leave for like forty five minutes. Yeah, the whole second act is the same fight scene over and over again. Uh, like we just keep going back to the big, um, the big fight at, um, Zion, the battle of Zion. And like, yeah, that's pretty much the entire second act. And it gets redundant. I mean, the transformer thing that they all hop into is cool. Yeah. Um, You're you're right. And also visually, like at a certain point, it's like, I I get it. (laughs) Right. No, no, I, I, I get it. The sentinels, I know. Right. They have the Got big it. drill. Like, yeah. And it's just so much of the movie. It's so much of the second act, the main crux of the movie that it, it becomes uninteresting. Uh, like, we don't care. Cause let's, let's go back and like talk about the setup. of. Yeah. This we'll plot. talk this through. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the setup of the plot. Cause it starts with Neo in limbo. Which uh, I will say the first like seven minutes of this, I yeah. was really engaged. I was like, yes. oh, wow. Okay. This yeah. is very interesting. They, they start off with an interesting idea of like Neo is in limbo. He's, he got stuck between uh, the Matrix and the, the Source. Um, he's in that. Because what has happened chronologically right before this is he has taken out Sentinels in the yeah. real world using the power of his fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, so now he's in that mobile station cross, which if you flip the letter, if it's an anagram, not if you flip the letters, it's an anagram for limbo. Uh, which I was like, is that in, Ch-? I was still like, where in Chicago is that? No, it's fully it's just, something else entirely. It's, yeah, it's limbo. He meets a family, which the little girl has a little bit to do with the rest of the plot, but not really. Which is disappointing because I was like, this this family, I was so actually interested in. I, I even, know. Like, who like, are even, they? What had, that dad had this line about like, love is just a word. It doesn't mean anything. What matters is the connections we make. Right. I was like, oh, like. Oh, right. this and is also, good. You, you have an interesting concept. You have, you know, the singularity building something positive, like love, like a connection, and like also birthing a thing. Yeah. Um, so my read on that scene is that those the adults are bots, like they are programs yes. of the Matrix, but they were able to conceive a child who is like actually human and actually which is real, insane, and like should be explored, but isn't really. I know, um, which sucks because I was like, "Oh, if we're being introduced to the plot right now, right. this is great." That's like a a weird and well, I also don't know like how they would have gone down this rabbit hole because it doesn't make sense. But uh, I mean, I guess she's a program. I don't think she's a human. 
Interesting, because I had a read that like they were able to create this, and maybe not human, but at least like, I'm going to use kind of sappy language here, but like this is something that was created out of love between two people and yeah. not out of a program. Yes. And that's similar to Neo and Trinity and like obviously love. I mean, these these are all love stories. These This film is a love story. This saga is a love story. Um, sure. So I was like, okay, cool. Like we're really going to like kind of bust this open a little bit, but then we that move d- forward and, and we, we don't we never really hear, get we never back hear from to that. Them again. Uh but yeah. yeah, so they uh Trinity and Morpheus are trying to find Neo because they broke through to the source. He got left behind. They're like, we need to get him back. So right. they have to go back in to visit the Oracle to see how that's happened. Yes, I guess they're going to the Oracle for the answer of like, where is Neo? Yeah. And uh, Oracle is now in a new body. Uh, she, yes. She- Which um, I will say, I kind of wish Mary Alice is great. Um, the actress playing the Oracle. She mm-hmm. also um, has a connection with the previous actor who played the Oracle and she mm-hmm. worked with yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. I do kind of wish they had just like radically recast the role because it felt a little bit like a replacement right, which like, I know was not yeah. their intention I know they're not trying to replace this other actor but I no. think it would have maybe made a little bit more sense if it was like somebody visually Kim, completely different, different. Yeah. yeah to kind of like I don't know the oracle could be anybody this is how we evolve right. in this yeah um, but I mean the the woman they have is Mary Alice she's is, great she does a really great job it just was that was something I had to overcome a little bit of like oh so they really are just like kind of filling in yeah. a and I get I don't want to use the word replacement because I feel like that's disrespectful but it, that is kind of how it felt which I know that's uh, yeah not their that's intent. not what the, that was not the intent but yeah I, I I see what you mean but yeah she basically tells them that Neo's stuck in this limbo and they gotta yes. find him and Neo thinks he can fight his way out and you get that scene of him like running around the train station but then Trinity just shows up uh, yeah again that's like it was I love I was like oh this is interesting but it, they got there so easily so in order to get to Neo they go to the uh, the Mer- Merovingian oh my god what do the they call Merovingian Merovingian the Frenchman um, yes because yeah he wasn't allowed on the train uh, he fights the 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 train guy Yes, I do. Oh, God damn, I do love a Matrix rave. I fucking love it. I absolutely yeah, love I it mean, all the time. I mean, what I... Have we ever seen... Because normally when we go to these uh, leather parties, they're in, within the Matrix. This one yes. is... Oh, I guess it's not in the source. No, they had the Zion rave, they had which the was Zion like a little rave, bit more easy the... rave. I would say right. this. The Zion rave was definitely more piano house, dance music, this is more hard EDM. Yes. Um, <laughs> With gift I, costumes and what, et cetera. But yeah, so everyone in there is a computer program in that rave. Uh, or they're people who are choosing to party in the Matrix. I guess, yeah, because I was like, if they're all programs, do computer programs need to blow off steam like this? But I think they're people. Um, yeah. But yeah, we love a Matrix party. Uh, I also thought this whole sequence of like the guns, the running on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, I was like super into it. And at a certain point, they pulled like 
comically so many guns. And I yeah. feeling like that was a moment of self-awareness and parody and satire of itself. I don't know if it was, but uh the, when they pull the gun on the Merovingian and then every like they literally spent three minutes yeah. everyone pulling out guns, there's no way that wasn't satirical of itself. There's absolutely yeah. no way. Maybe. I yeah. I, you you give these movies a lot of benefit of the doubt. Okay, the Wachowskis would have to be completely void of comedic timing, which I think is impossible. No, I think it's supposed to be a like a, a little bit of a chuckle line, but I don't think it's self like I don't think it's a reference. Oh my, really? I think that whole section of the movie was like, oh, get it, it's the Matrix. Yeah, I think they're just doing their thing. I don't think it's that self-aware. I think it's just doing its thing. But uh, Well, not self-aware in a way that they're like poo-pooing on their own work, but self-aware in a way that is like, yeah, maybe this is the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's just like the vibe. I think it was just like a settling into the vibe. Like we're we're back at at a hardcore party. But we don't stay there for long is why I'm thinking it's like. Yeah, I mean, because it's pretty, I don't know. This whole part is pretty, it seems... Like there could be it some happens cool. quick. They're they're only there for like it seven happened minutes. so quick. And I was you know I I remember thinking like oh this is what the movie's going to be. They're trying to get Neo out of the Matrix, and then he's gonna you know help stop the battle the of Zion. Exactly. Um, and that's not at all what happens because Amerovidian is just like yeah sure go ahead after some back and forth, and uh, and yeah Trinity just shows up and rescues Neo, um, from Limbo. They just get out yep. of there. Uh, and that's it. That's the business is done. They have Neo. Yeah, that's like the first. It's like right. I, it, and I will, it I will makes say, you think- I, will, I will say now, and this is definitely twenty twenty one eyes looking at this because back in two thousand three, I never would have had this thought. I do think sh- if the Matrix had been released in recent years, it really would have serviced this this trilogy well to take reloaded and revolutions and make them into television series where we could get these stories in like 30 to 45 minute episodes i mean you're you're describing the animatrix essentially i think those episodes are a little longer but yeah but i mean like literally what we were watching like i felt like oh that's like a whole episode of a tv show oh absolutely yeah like what having neo escape yeah, Limbo. That's like a. This is a full episode. This is a mid-season right. it, finale. It's something that could have been more interesting than it was, than just like a problem that was solved like pretty quickly. I mean, right. with, with a lot of dead bodies behind it, or a lot of dead programs behind it. But uh, right, it it seemed to be fine. But yeah, they they get on the they're back. You know, in the in the mainframe. Yes, uh, we also have Bane. Who is the uh, human that Agent Smith was able to slurp inside of in the last yeah, film? Sure. Yes. Um, I twice while I was watching this movie, I looked up that actor on IMDb because I was like, "That is Hugo Weaving in it, some kind of yeah." They they do a good job at getting people who that look almost like human Hugo. So well, even in his eyes and the performance he's giving, it's yeah. such a such a respectful impression that it is enough that it's absolutely this is its own person and there's yeah. I, I, to me performance of the film is that guy because oh, yeah. Bane is great I, really 
blown away at the similarities again it, i could not stop believing like and that's not weaving okay interesting it's just enough to to not like tip the hand yes too much that it, scene i love the scene where they're interrogating him and he's kind of sort of going in and out of like telling the truth yeah yeah it's Ugh. such a they walk a really good fine line with that storyline uh yes but uh yeah so we continue. We have we have the crew on the ship. Yes. Uh, they're trying to figure out who this dude is. By the way, um, there's like, am I crazy? Or like, are there three or four people on this crew that like we're meeting for the first time right now in this moment? Whoa. So now there, I think there were three ships that were not in Zion that have met together. Got it. R- at this point, too, Jada Pinkett Smith's ship is about to come. She's great. She, she she's is... A- Another, I could, I mean, I know that the Enter the Matrix video game is more of her story Mm. of how she got to them. Um, From what I've read and understand, I could be totally wrong, but I, I, from what I understand, you get a lot more of her character in the video game. I have, I, that's my understanding as well. So I think, Uh, I hope that's right. Yeah. uh, But, uh. Yeah, she's she's great. She's so cool how she pilots that uh the and line. She, her performance fits so well into the kind of like almost emotionless world of these yeah. actors. Ugh, she was just she, I just found her she's so a compelling. badass and the, so beautiful on camera. Beautiful oh and uh a badass. A, a yes. total badass in these movies. Um but yeah, we the Sentinels are about to t- attack Zion as we all know. Uh, Which, by the way, that premise in and of itself, um, I am interested in. It's kind of impressive how this movie made me not interested in that. Yes. Uh, Well, because we've been hearing about it since the second movie. The second movie was them preparing for this attack. And now they're I kind of thought this movie would take place entirely in the mainframe, actually, just given the fact that, like, I I knew this was coming up. Almost. Which is Uh, funny because then in this movie, I'm like, I kind of wish we were in the Matrix a little bit more. Yeah, so they get locked out of Zion, and they have to fight back. That's when Jada, when they're like, well, no one can pilot that, like, underground line, and Jada Pinkett Smith is like, I can. Uh, And I think that's where the video game comes in. I think the video game action is you going through Mm, that line. Okay, interesting. um, I I think. Uh, uh, And so they're going to do it while Neo and Trinity are just off having their own adventure trying to find... Uh, deus ex machina yes because neo says i know what i have to do yeah he's got to go to, didn't they literally call it the machine city it's machine city yeah perfect uh, Keep it well simple. also the also the or he visits the oracle and- yes i was gonna say i think we kind of skipped that a little bit but yeah. he has a visit with the oracle yeah sorry she, doesn't she just say kind of much of the same she yeah i mean again every visit with the oracle becomes very samey and that she like tells you information she confirms information you already know and like confirms other information by not saying things yes um, and she seems and again we she's she, a little confused little, and off her game yeah we're there again with that little girl and she has that line about like you know everything needs love and again i'm like okay like here we go we're coming back i actually the like I wrote down like, oh, maybe this scene with the Oracle and Neo should have been the first scene, literally the first scene of the film, and then maybe have him wake up in that station or whatever. But then, uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter anyway since, I mean, yeah, I really don't even remember much of what they said (laughs) except for like, 
you know what to do, Neo. Like, uh, okay, no, I got that. Thanks. Yeah, Leahy's going to do what he thinks is right. And then she gets a visit from um, the Smiths, the like 1800 Smiths. Um, yes. And that is uh, kind of, you know, that's he ta- a Smith takes over the Which Oracle. That is that's pretty a- scary. The ma- yes, the and maniacal that's a great laugh. scene from Hugo Weaving. Yes, the I, maniacal that, that was laugh. when I wrote down Hugo Weaving is literally so great in this film. Oh, that laugh is so chilling. If it wasn't like parodied a million times ever since, yeah, uh, uh, it would be seeing it now, knowing you know that crazy laugh is is just like oh sure. this thing, but it it's so good. Uh, yeah, because now he sees everything. Uh, and he knows everything. So he's back off into the matrix to conform everybody, which I want to talk about later because, uh, his plans kind of go off the rails, but. Well, I do want to say right now, after I watched the movie, I read the Wikipedia, like plot summary just to like, let me double check. Yeah. I guess I misunderstood that. Like he is literally becoming every single person in the matrix. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to get into this. Um, I mean, why not? Yeah, well, it, it has more to do with the end of the movie, although the whole second act is kind of like samey, which is a problem. Like we go back, uh, we see... Yeah, let's like, let's get the second act out of the out way. Out of the so way. I just... mean, it's just the big battle at Zion for most part. And then we cut back and forth and see the like them trying, um, Jada and Morpheus trying to get back into Zion to help yeah, fight. Yeah, I... I think this whole Zion war thing would have played better for me if I actually gave a shit about whether these people lived or died. Not yeah. like as a human being, obviously in the real you're world, like you're I rooting have empathy for, them, for other yeah. human beings. In when I'm watching something fictional and these lives don't exist, so who gives a shit? Um, I really need to like know who these people are in order to. Yeah put any kind of emotional stakes involved because so many of those characters that were fighting, like the kid with the commander guy of like, you're only 16, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they can die. I don't care. I don't even know their names. I'm meeting them either for the first time or this other person I barely know from the first movie. I don't watch the Animatrix. And even if I did, I don't care more about these people more than I care about Neo and Trinity. Yeah. And they're pretty much, like we said, gone for most of the movie. Uh, And the battle has some cool parts, like the Transformer thing thing they're fighting in is super cool. And like the set pieces and everything are very cool, but it just gets so ridiculous redundant after a while like they have and a again little bit- i i don't have emotional stakes in in what's yeah. happening because it's like again if I've, if the sentinels destroyed all these people i would not care how yeah. are my how are my characters doing i want to know what I wanna, my guys are up to yeah i mean symbolic like they can't destroy zion but like yeah they're just in holding for most of the movie waiting for it to be destroyed and like defending what they can. It's yeah, the yeah, it's it's frustrating because the second act of the movie is kind of a wash. It would be more interesting. And because the other thing is in the second movie, I actually really gave a shit about Zion. I was like, this is cool. This is right. interesting. Like I'm I'm invested in these people. I care about this mission. I have literally cared about what Zion and the people of Zion are doing this whole time. And then when it got to the battle point, it, I don't know, like maybe I needed more shots of like women and children crying and screaming or like something to amp up like why right. emotionally should i care about this 
Yeah, I like I kind of think of like, you know, Game of Thrones Battle of Blackwater kind of thing where like, yeah, that's all a samey fight, but you're seeing what's going on inside as well as outside. Also, at that point, that's the second season of the show. You know who the characters are and you care. And, yeah, like, I, I inter- at least have like, yeah, there's an interesting dynamic between them. Like there's no interesting dynamic that I'm watching for. Like you have... um Oh man, I hate referring to her as the guy's wife, but the guy's I wife. literally was just gonna say what's his face's girlfriend, so that's yeah worse. <laughs> uh yeah, and her partner uh fighting, but like I that, don't know that was cool, but again, like we don't, I don't even know, know that her much name. Of, Right. I I don't know that much about them, so I don't like they didn't do a good job setting up their dynamic or character. Like all we know is they care they want to save Zion and she wants to see her husband again. And this is where I really was thinking, like, as a TV series, when they could have entire episodes dedicated to, like, because television, I think, allows more of an ensemble cast, a more ensemble story. We can cut to A, B, and C plots week after week, you know, like. And get to know people. Yeah. Exactly. And I was thinking, like, if I had, like, (laughs) if we had, like one and a half episodes of who these people are, I would be so much more invested in what's happening here. Uh. So tune into Sarah and I's new podcast series, The Animatrix. Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> where we go into the Animatrix. Uh, it, it, I'll take just, the animated red pill. I could we, I could get down into it. We just, yeah, we've just, uh, we're now in podcast rabbit holes where we're making podcasts of podcasts. Yes, exactly. Um, much like how, yeah. I mean, that's how these <laughs> movies are structured is that you have to watch all the, like have to consume all their subcontent to get the overarching yeah, and you narrative. Know, I, on a meta commentary, it is kind of interesting how like the Wachowskis did this because they, like this is the time that like the video game tie-in was really becoming yes. essential yeah. to these big blockbuster films, which is funny because nowadays like I feel like that, I feel like that was kind of a flash in the pan kind of trend because I know I mean, they still, still exist, yeah. obviously, but they don't, they're not like, oh, well, the number one best-selling game for PlayStation this year sure. was the Spider-Man time. You know what I mean? Like we're in 2002, 2003, 2004. Oh, fuck yeah. Those were like big sellers. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like this is such a, I mean, it's kind of like the first Fast and the Furious movie being about se- um, stealing DVD players. It's yeah. like, it's funny how technology has advanced so quickly and how outdated some of this shit has become so fast like creating a franchise where you have tie-ins to a tv series and a video game like now the mcu is really doing that but that's after 20 years of films being released but also the mcu is not I mean, they're doing it with their TV spinoffs, but they're not doing oh, it. Oh, but with the video, video game, games. no, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Uh, it's and even still- then, I haven't watched like I've seen all the MCU films in theaters. I didn't see Loki. I didn't see um, yeah, Captain America, or whatever the hell. Uh, but I could still watch the movies and be like, oh, maybe this is something from the TV show that like I get what I missed. Well, also the movie set up the TV show, and that too. Uh. In a, in a lot of cases. And all you need to know is like, oh, that was a character in the TV show. It's just, this is such a really good Specific, swing. Yeah. Like, it is a good swing for them to have done this. 
but it's just such a miss. I mean, it creates a very involved fan base, but for people who just are movie people or like to create a wide fan base. Well, to be watching this in 2021, I mean, I don't even know where I could find the Animatrix. I'm sure maybe there's like it's somewhere. I, I do. YouTube I, I am going to watch it now. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I watched the trailer and uh, it looks when you watch the trailer, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. This looks awesome. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, uh, I definitely... Listen, I, I'm not a fan of this movie. I still love The Matrix. Let's be fucking Yeah, no, if, if if you watch... Just watch the trailer, and then you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to okay, watch this. Okay, fuck. Yeah. All right, I'm uh, in, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, because I think it does fill in uh, having, again, only seen the trailers, but like it does seem like it's going to fill in a lot of gaps and do a lot mm. of these side stories that you talk about that you're talking about and fill in color for these characters. But most people also, the Wachowskis have to know most people are just watching these movies. Uh, Yeah. uh, Again, such a actually really good swing, but but just like the ball was not even there to hit it. Yeah, but I also know plenty of people who have watched the Animatrix and still are like, yeah, the second and third movies aren't good. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it makes the movies any better. I think it might fill in some more information, but it doesn't like... Hmm add to the experience of watching the movie i think itself okay i'm yeah I'm ta- I, don't, I i don't know anyone who's seen the animatrix so yeah. i don't i don't fucking know what uh, the, the people is, i but... know who have watched it still say the movies are or especially the third isn't great but uh we're talking speculatively here so let's go back and talk about yeah uh, sorry i just <laughs> wanted to make a comment on that because it is just yeah. so interesting i can't think of another franchise that really kind of did that of like put yeah. all their eggs in like literally every single basket yeah i mean other like harry potter tried to do it uh I mean, it, it yeah. tried to do that in the sake of expand for the sake of expanding its universe after it was already, you know, completed. After we moved on from the books, they were trying to like spin their wheels and do more. Yes, um, and you know, that's, have- that's when we learned that wizards used to just like shit and piss themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. When they yeah, and they like with the cursed child and the books that came out and or after the seventh book was already released. Uh, yeah, I wish tried- that was the. I wish that was the worst thing she said. Wow, what a huge piece of fucking shit that bitch turned out to be, eh? Turns, yeah, turns out. Uh, but uh, turf yeah, ass the, bitch. The, the Matrix. Uh, Zion is seemingly screwed. Uh, yes, they they have the Sentinels have more or less drilled through the barrier, drill, drilled into Zion, uh, and they are kind of just waiting it out now. They're just like doing their best before the sentinels come and kill them all which also i was a little disappointed when we see the sentinel kill that uh you know kill our our one of our heroes and that captain guy yeah yeah he's just slashed up real good like i thought Ooh. they were, yeah he slashed up pretty good but like i don't know i expected them to a have laser a more to efficient come them i i was expecting a more efficient killing manner from the sentinels than True. just like getting slashed I was thinking this came out in 03. I think Spider-Man 2 came out in 04. And I was thinking right. like, wow, Doc great Ock. time for yeah. mechanical octopus arms. Yes. Yeah. Really, great this time. is the best that mechanical octopus arms can get right here. This is yeah. the time. What I also did notice, which is weird, and I don't know if you thought this. I know the movie 2 and 3 are shot at the same time, released in the same year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 3 looks a lot better than 2. Interesting. I... I don't know how I feel about that. I, I yeah, I mean maybe I'm crazy, but uh yeah, I No, th- I just my hang up is that definitely the final fight between 
Smith and Neo. I thought that looked cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, the Zion fight visually for me, I I just might again. I think what we it wasn't. About, it's just repetitive. It, it's not visually interesting. I just thought the effects looked better. Somehow. Oh, I mean, yeah, I would I would totally agree. This looks more closer to like what I would see today. Yeah, which is weird because it's the same time. But I I was like, those arms look a lot better. It doesn't look like I'm playing a 2003 video game. Uh, yeah, it looks like no, a, it I, looks no, like I definitely would agree. Yeah, it, well, especially like this, the shots of like when they had all the Sentinels coming out. Right. I did think like, oh, this actually like looks. That, yeah, it looks good. like it looks like a movie. Uh, where in two, I didn't think it looked like it looked like a cartoon. Yeah, uh, uh, which is strange, and I don't know what happened. But uh, I think three. I'll say that for three, it looks better. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like the few more months they had to work post production on. Yeah, three, I mean, maybe just I went mean, through my, I don't know. Maybe something was invented in between. <laughs> I mean, two and three honestly, that, like, during that time period, there was such like a ramp up in technology. It could have just been like, yeah, we finally invented a thing that, you know, you don't yeah. have to use. Uh, they went from dial up to software. DHL yeah. internet I, and then like everything was different. <laughs> who knows? But let's talk about, uh, I guess the crux of the film is when Neo goes to machine, Neo and Trinity go to Machine City. Okay. So I want to talk about the Neo and Trinity plot because I thought the trinity neo bane fight was fucking awesome that was great oh that yeah, got me back that literally got me back into oh yeah the film. Well, once bane stabbed that uh uh that you know their their shipmate i was yeah. interested again um neo being blinded i loved oh, i was yeah, like this brutal. is so fuck i'm gonna use some serious gamer terms here but like neo becomes so fucking op how he can now see like the binary code within yeah, the mainframe that's cool the fire that oh, he sees yeah yes that's cool the way he literally rips the dude's head off with that fucking pipe oh my yeah. god i was like hell yeah dude this is the Matrix. Yeah, like, this when he is what see, I like yeah, when see. he sees Smith inside of Bane too is super. Oh cool. my god, the the reveal of like he can see the sunglasses inside, inside. of that. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. So and like visually, the way Neo is blinded looks so cool. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, and abs- I think Bane calls him the Blind Messiah, and I was like, oh. Fuck, that is so cool. I mean, the 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 references, even like at the end of the movie when like he's taken over by light and he just becomes like a cross comes out of him. Yeah, I think someone's referred to as Judas heavy. also in this film. Yeah, it, yeah. it's definitely kind it's, of leaning more on like the Bible, kind of biblical allegory. Yeah, I yes. mean, it's yeah, I mean, it, any special boy narrative is a Bible allegory. Uh, yes, and he like sacrifices himself for yeah. Uh, yeah. So um. Then the Neo and Trinity, they are piloting to the Machine City. They're doing okay. Take me down um, to Machine City. Had to. Good one, Bridget. Thank you. Um, we you get, get Neo <laughs> singing for me. We get Neo again blowing up Sentinels. Which is cool. With his mind. Uh, not to get ahead of myself, do we ever really get any more rhyme and reason as to how Neo is able to do that? Or is he literally just because he's I like mean, Christ? Uh, he, the Oracle talks to him about it. Uh, he said that he bonded with the source. That's it. Okay. Yeah. He's bonded with the source. So can like, he can tap into, you know, their, their programming essentially. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. 
Yeah. So that's cool. A highlight of the And that film. happened when he killed the first Smith. Mm. Yes. I believe. Um, yes, it's all coming back. Um, I was going to say the highlight of this Neo and Trinity racing to Machine City just it's so quick and i was like no go back that's so fucking good when they break through all like the cyberpunk debris and hell that they've been flying through and for like a brief moment they're looking at a blue sky when yeah when they go up yeah in trinity i was like wait go back to literally as soon as they duck back down i was like no i mean that was that was kind of the point is that it's just a a blip trinity sees a blue sky for the first time in their life yeah um, for like a second is amazed by it and then like immediately dies i thought there was going to be something more in the sky that they, like that's actually the answer like it's been a lie this whole time no i don't she- know you know because like the architect in the other movie kind of sets up this idea of like no this is all a bunch of bullshit i create zion and destroy zion periodically and like uh, we no, have like this idea that there yeah. have been other humans and other civilizations that have come and gone. I don't know. When we well, broke through the blue sky, I thought like, oh, maybe this is uh the no, new, I think I don't know. I think it something. was the first time Trinity saw I mean, as far as we know. Um, yes. I, I know an actual real sky. Uh, yeah, something real. And I think she's like, This is what I'm fighting for. This is what's worth dying for, is this like beautiful reality. The the what could be uh, yes uh so i think it, it's it's kind of nice that we only see she gets it for a second and then you know yeah i guess my demise. i guess my issue or not issue but where i was like i don't know like i had so much i had like an inhale and then a disappointed exhale I, I don't like that she dies in this film and i don't like how that goes down actually i i don't love how it goes down i like i like those the like getting the glimpse of the blue sky. I don't yes. like her. That's a really di- nice moment. Yeah. But I just don't think like Neo literally rewrote the whole script in the last movie when he chose to save Trinity over yeah. saving like the entire universe. Yeah. And, and then so only after for her she to dies, die. It's like, so what's the motivation now to do right? Yeah, anything? it's a little good because he's like, well, then what are you fighting for? I guess he's still like fighting for humanity. He's got nothing left to lose now. But like, uh, yeah, I, and I think this goes back to an earlier issue of mine, which is like in this film, I actually like stop caring about Zion's so when Trinity dies. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, so like, what the fuck? Like, I don't give a shit about anything else. I now. mean, yeah, it sounds shitty, but like, yeah, they they go a little too macro. I guess that mm, like, you yeah, don't I would agree that. Yeah. I mean, the like, obviously you care about humanity and you want the humans to survive, but like, yes, you know, the story is ultimately about these two. So like, yeah, when, when that goes away, you're only left to care about the like loftier idea that you're not sure you're emotionally connected to, but you're not dialed into it as much as you are about the story of Neo and Trinity. Yeah. I, Emotionally, I just stopped caring, and I just only kept watching the movie because I was like, well, I need to know how it ends because I'm yeah. making a podcast about this, and I'm curious um, to see how it concludes. But, like, I, again, th- like, this movie, just so many times emotionally, I just completely fell out of it. And Yeah, yeah they, like- they they put the stakes in weird places, Yeah, I guess, uh, is, is ultimately what it is. And they don't make a good calculation about what their audience cares about. Uh, I, yeah, uh, yeah, especially when... 
we've we've I have now fully been red pilled into looking at this as like, no, this is actually a love story. Right. They, but then and we get to a- here and it's like, oh, but well, where's the love now? Right. And that's how they start off this entire movie is talking about love. And then Yes. And I mean, I get like, oh, that's what we're fighting for. And you have like little love stories in throughout. But like, I don't know. The main one is is done now. And, yeah. And, we, our, and, and we still have to save. Se- love yeah, is what separates the us world. from the yeah. machines and the bots. Like this is about like who we are as humans. Yeah. What is unique to the human experience. Well, that's gone now. Yeah. The- and even the fact that Neo is blinded and now he can only see the world through like that matrix lens it's it's like truly like oh okay i guess like we're just not gonna yeah they be humans anymore right they kind of take away his motive i mean he's still but everybody else is falling in love in zion everyone's got a fucking girlfriend in this movie i know it's weird because i don't he does care about saving the humanity of course of course um but yeah, I mean the the thing we're really dialed into is now gone. But I I do want to talk about. So he goes and meets Deus Ex Machina, the like yes. the the main the main machine, which that and also I thought visually looked pretty good for yeah two thousand three. Yeah. Like that was all right. I yeah no I I totally agree. And they basically make a deal, which was Neo's plan the whole time, saying like, look, Smith is a virus that's gotten out of control. And uh, I will go back and defeat him for you if you pull the Sentinels away from Zion and let Zion live and bro and brokers a peace deal. And the which mich- I I do like this the scene. Here, I I have I mean the scene that ensues and like that scene is cool, but it doesn't make sense. Like I I I think it falls apart here, and not, I like hope this doesn't come off as like nitpicky and like. Yeah, all sci-fi stories kind of have these holes, but like, I, I I truly don't understand. So he goes back to fight Mr. Smith. We go back into the Matrix and we see Mr. Smith has taken over everyone in the Matrix. They, he, the virus has like done its job and conformed to everybody. But don't they need the people in the Matrix to be their batteries? To power the machines? Why would... Like his his take over everybody plot doesn't really do anything for him. It's not good for him. And like, why? Well, would he, okay. why would his plan and the machine's plan deviate? Well, I understand. I actually understand this now better since you've said that because it serves the interests of the Sentinels and this Deus Machina to get rid of Smith. When Neo said that line, Smith is a virus that's become out of control, that was like, okay. I don't think this film does a great job of setting that up prior to when Neo literally says that. Again, like, I obviously knew the stakes. I mean, the visual stakes. Yeah, well, and also- I know the stakes of Smith being able to get into the mainframe. I understand the stakes of Smith becoming the Oracle. I understand that. Like I said earlier, I did not get- until Neo said it out loud in a single sentence, damn near three quarters of the way through the film, that Smith was literally taking over everybody in the Matrix. I mean... Which would make sense why the Sentinels would suddenly have a shared enemy with Neo and the rest of Zion, because if all the human beings, if all the people in the Matrix become Smiths, then the machines Don't die. I think Smith, kind of like Neo, is able to transcend 
what the machine can and cannot do, but then where's the Smith source? Right. Like, I I don't understand. Like, if it's a virus, its goal is to take over everybody and keep surviving. If it just makes everybody Smiths, it cannot keep surviving. Yeah, at a certain point, when does the buck stop? Yeah, like, it just... And then where's where's the original Smith? Is the original Smith in the Matrix, or is there a Smith in the mainframe? Well, sci-fi sometimes... This is tempting, I think, for writers who are writing science fiction to come up with rhyme and reason for everything. And actually, sometimes less information is so much more because the more we zoom into the actual matrix mainframe etc the more confusing this becomes well yeah i i just think why i have a problem and like we're willing to forgive a lot in sci-fi if the concept is interesting but here it doesn't like i don't know your most interesting villain now doesn't make sense and on a base level it like his motivations have to make sense he just wants to make everybody smiths to what end that's not good for him like he is yeah i don't understand why he what's the and, motivation and, and so then the, why are we fighting sentinels for so long if there's a common enemy that's going to take them out anyway yeah it just that is compelling that is compelling that neo says hey we have the same enemy and we need you know like that part of it it's like i'm on board with right that could yeah what this, do we do to get to that yeah it's it's weird and i yeah i just like i was thinking that whole end fight i'm just like so what is the goal if if Mr. Smith does defeat Neo, then what happens? Also, how come nobody else cares about this except for Neo, seemingly? Right. It it just, it kind of like falls apart. And I'm like, this is your most interesting villain. Like more than the Sentinels. We know what they're- Absolutely. Like we we get the stakes of the uh, singularity and in that whole fight that's been going on for decades. Sure, that's interesting. But like the Mr. Smith being a virus and that's a villain we've been following. That's our main antagonist. He no longer really makes sense. When he's at his most powerful, he's also at his most like obsolete kind of. Yeah. Um. That I'm just like, what happened? Because it is like, who gives a shit about what's happening in the Matrix if we're all going to be dead anyway? Right. Like, who's... Yeah, and what happens if he wins? Like, what am I rooting against if he wins? Then everybody in the Matrix is already a Smith, which is a Smith, which they already are. Yeah. I mean, I guess Neo can defeat them and, like, break them out of that shell, but, like, I don't know. Things seem to be a status quo. Then Smiths die off. Because they don't... Like, it just doesn't hold water anymore. And if they explored some of the more... If they just decided to explore some of the more interesting battles or concepts within this movie, we could have avoided this. I think they just made the wrong, it's funny to say this, but like wrong calculation in writing yeah. the script about what we care about or like what storylines we should follow or how they should unfold. Yes. Uh, they just like made weird choices in like continuing to tell this story. Yeah, I think it was like, we either need to be in the Matrix for the majority of this film, or we need to be in the mainframe for the majority of this film, and we need to decide, well, what is the story now? Is it the story that's happening inside the Matrix, which is the Smith story, which I think is what we've been following this whole time. Which is cool, and and you could do that in another way. Yeah. Yeah. Or we need to completely pivot to a Zion story, which... We need like a lot more information about in order yeah. to really care. I mean, I think either could work. There's compelling stuff. Yes, in absolutely. Both, in both, but I don't think they take the bait. They kind of hedge the bet 
and kind of tell a surface level of both, which doesn't, which mm, either makes yes, it not compelling or not make sense or both. Especially um, when you consider we only went to Zion for the first time in the second movie versus in the first film. Yeah. They were just on the Nebuchadnezzar. Like they never even fucking went anywhere near Zion. Yeah. But it was mentioned, it was like mentioned that that's the home of humans. Like we know that that is a goal. Like there, there is a version of these movies where we never see Zion until the very yes. end. Um, yeah, it just, it doesn't work. Even though I guess I kind of like that battle. Uh, their Superman battle is silly as it is. Um, no, I was actually super into it. And I kind of like the fact that they just went full throttle, like, they fly. Superman. They're invincible. They're, yeah. They can't be defeated. Um, and I'll allow that because I have seen two films prior where Neo and Agent Smith have been at this kind of craziness Power, yeah. caliber. Yeah. And it's also The Matrix. I know it could be manipulated. So, like, yeah, I sure. Yeah. F- I mean, f- and it fuck also it all seems, the way up in there. I mean, maybe it was obvious because the Oracle saw it. And so, like, maybe we do know that the only way. I mean, it's it's classic, you know, prophecy special boy versus special evil villain of, like, yes. you have to somehow become the villain to destroy. Like, you have to destroy yourself to destroy the villain. Um, yes. I will say how this fight concludes with Smith becoming Neo and then the Sentinel kind of using that as, like, there's there's actually literally oh my god I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot but I do believe that like if your computer gets a virus like that is close to how it like a IT person would fix the virus is that you kind of send out a virus of your own yeah which is also similar to our physical like antibodies yeah yeah it's sure. like you get a little bit of your own medicine in order to defeat the thing right you yeah. So uh, I, I did I did like how that fight concluded and with the Sentinels yeah, no, being th- the ones that actually took out Smith it, vis-a-vis Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, it it concludes really cool. I like that everyone like is able to break out of their shell and become who they are. Like the we cat see the coming Oracle. back as the glitch in the Matrix, yeah. resetting the Matrix. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, I was super no, it, it it ends in a cool way. I don't think it justifies anything that happens before. Like it doesn't No. Uh, I nearly fell asleep watching this movie. Um yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then we get that nice end where the Oracle and the architect meet on that bench. Uh, yes, I really like that. And we, like, there's no longer the green tint on the movie, and we see that cool rainbow color sky, and we see, like, plants for the first time. Yes. Uh, and there seems to be peace between the two worlds, although, like, I don't know... So people are just allowed to exist inside the matrix. Like the peace doesn't make sense to me either. Well, doesn't the little girl tell the ask the oracle like, can people leave? Right. Which and is so a- they're still like I kind of like the end of this movie. Kind of sounds like the oracle is like, oh, everything is the same way. It's just more peaceful now because right. we've gotten rid of this right virus. So pe- yeah, that's true. So people can like leave if they want to, but it won't be like. We're fighting a war. Yeah, we're not recruiting. Bad. Yeah. So, which again, then like, especially why would you leave? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I mean, we said in the first episode of I this mean, podcast that we would just take the blue pill and relax. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still. Yeah, I, I think you still set up the the same thing because they're in the Matrix. It, it's a little better now. I don't know. Is it better or just the same inside the Matrix? I guess if you go into the store, if you choose to get out of the matrix and go into the source you just kind of like see the shitty world you don't have a purpose inside the source 
Yeah, no, I guess there's really no reason to. Yeah. Unless you see it, because like, we'll still have special boys and girls who can tell we're in a matrix and choose to leave it. But Yeah, uh, you know what? Even though it's crazy because I know once they wrapped up this trilogy, it was like, we did it, we're done, that's it. Yeah. And now we're staring down the barrel of a fourth film. And actually, even though this movie kind of winded me, I can't wait to see Resurrections. Because I was to wondering. Me now it's like, that is, okay, now I'm interested. I was wondering how you're going to feel. I know these people are back. I It kind of seems like from the trailer, no spoilers, because obviously I haven't seen the movie I yet. I haven't so. seen it either, yeah. Um, But just based on the trailer alone, like Neo and Trinity kind of meet for the first time again. And there kind of seems to be, like, it seems to be like a, a resurrection of the Matrix. Like, now I actually am really excited to see, like, okay, so yeah, how... Because I feel like I leave this movie and I say to it's myself... Done. Yeah, well, no, not... But, like, okay, so... Well, I don't know. I feel like watching this, there's not a satisfying ending because the Oracle even says, like, oh, Neo could still come back. Oh, people could still leave the Matrix. Like, okay, well, now, wait a second... Sure, I mean, you. it does, because it's unclear where we leave our hero after yeah. he's fought. It, like, it's unclear what happens to Neo now. Morpheus kind of sounds like he seems like, or maybe it's Niobe who says that thing about, like, Neo, wherever you are, blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah, it is her. And, and um, Niobe yeah, but and I don't, Morpheus. I don't, to me, this seems like... A, a movie that ends with a setup for a sequel readily available. So it's kind of interesting to think that like there was a time they, where like, they, no, this was definitively the ending. They can, I, I have a lot of, I'm curious about the fourth. I will say watching this now, I'm like, I, I don't know. All the movies have gotten progressively Bridget, worse. I'm sorry. You're, you're just out. You're just out. Cause if you didn't like the second one, I think you're out, dude. I like, like the second half of the second one, but yeah, the, the setup, I mean, I'm going to see, I'm going to watch the fourth. Uh, I'm interested to see how they pick up. Um, it looks like they reference the first movie more than anything, uh, at least based off the trailer. So I would like to see a reset of this universe and this. Well, conflict. they've also had a few years to, yeah, no, uh, and I, I would like to see them kind of reset this narrative and, and maybe tell a more interesting overall story with it. But uh, I don't know. This movie bummed me out and I was like, uh, I need, I'll see it. But, uh, you know, weirdly, even it lowered movie, my hype. I know I'm 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 all in. And even yeah. though this movie winded me and like I said, like, I'm kind of still settling with it. By and large, I don't think I like this movie. I don't think I'm going to one day come to like a, oh, I like this, but maybe I can come to a sort of like, you know what, I get it with yeah. it. Maybe. I mean, I, I, what my experience is, I watched it, I've completely forgotten everything about it. And then well, again, this it. movie in general kind of seems to be forgotten by everybody because like I said, everyone's, I like, what I've seen is that a lot of people have been revisiting The Matrix, obviously, and matrix reloaded obviously but this is the movie that like i have i've never i've never even heard anybody say i've seen the third matrix movie <laughs> like it just seems forgotten and i understand why because yeah. yeah it's just like i, I completely forgot like happens. i it was basically a new movie to me when i watched it i remember scenes of course uh like yeah. i remember images from the movie but like before rewatching it if you asked me to describe what happened i would not have been able to tell you 
I'm still barely able to tell you. But, no, uh, I, like I said, I fully read the Wikipedia plot summary after this because yeah. I was like, I need to make sure that like I understood what I just watched. I mean, I'm sure by the time this comes out, we will have watched it and formed opinions as will you, uh, audience. Uh, and I mean, I will say what, what I love. Hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I love the love... first movie. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but I will say this, two things. One, in my opinion, as a connoisseur of certain, of different and various franchises. Yes. What is kind of nice about a first film that is great and then sequels that kind of go in different directions is that like you can take and leave the first matrix. You could take it and then leave the others behind or you sure. could take it and walk with the rest of it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I will say about all of these movies is that every time I have finished watching a matrix movie, I have thought to myself, I really want to read long form articles about what other people are saying about this movie. Yeah. I mean, because I, yeah, I agree with that because there are interesting concepts behind it that I don't think are explored all that well, but it leaves you with interesting, especially in the second and third movies I'm talking about in particular. Um, yes. I mean, all, all of them have interesting concepts behind it. Like the, the singularity is something that people can talk about endlessly and like the implications yeah. of it um, is, is fascinating. Uh, yeah. And these movies don't, uh, I don't know. I don't think they they leave you with questions and thoughts about it, certainly, which is, a, a, I think, a good thing. I always like when a movie leaves me with something mm. to think about. Um, but I I think two and three leave me more confused about the narrative of the movie than they do with like sure. interesting questions. But there are certainly interesting still... questions to be dug out of these movies. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to, like, I'm still interested in, I gotta say, like, very few like most movies i watch i watch it i might get a few blurbs of some reviews here and there and that's like the end of it these are movies that i walk away from and i'm like i would actually like listen to and read and hear people talk about this yeah. like it inspires in me a curiosity because even whether or not i like it or not i'm so very curious yeah. very interested this is even a movie I can imagine watching again. And I think that's why, like, these movies build intrigue, even though, like, I think kind of objectively they get progressively, I again, without having seen the fourth, have gotten progressively worse. I think that's why people are still excited about them, even though only one out of three was good. Uh, objectively good. Two out of three was good. Uh, the cons I'll, I'll just talk about the general consensus. Uh, not Bridget, I, I have to say... I don't know what Matrix deniers you're around, but I know more people who love The Matrix than don't like it. I mean, I still like The Matrix because it's still an interesting series. And I think that's what, you know, that was a point I was going to make is that it's still such an interesting world to go into, which I think is why, like, you know, even if you don't love two and three, you're still in intrigued. You're still like, yeah, I'll revisit this world because it, yeah. it, there's there's so much to be dug out of and so many cool like thought experiments to be had um and, i'm looking uh, up not that please nobody think for a second that rotten tomatoes is like the end all be all of whatever but so matrix revolutions the tomato reader is at a 35 percent. yeah that makes sense to me that seems like right on but what did reloaded receive what what is the census on there 73 percent matrix reloaded yeah 
All right. Yeah, that makes sense higher. to me. I thought it would be in the 60s. But uh, sure. And, but you know what? I, I will Reloaded also say weirdly... is much better than Revolutions. Yeah, I totally agree. I will yeah. also say, though, like, even though I don't really care for this one and it kind of winded me, I don't think it's necessarily like a disappointing finality, finale to a trilogy because, quite frankly, like, I mean, I never really had any idea about how this should end or where yeah. it was even going. Yeah, no, I... So kind of with no expectation, sure. I can't be disappointed. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't know what the that. fuck to expect with these things. I agree things. with that. I think what's frustrating is just like, it's it's so I was like, well, you didn't really get the storylines you wanted, even like subconsciously you wanted out of this. Yeah. Um. Uh, Again, such a mistake to go away from Neo and Trinity. Yeah. Who are the two? Love Morpheus, don't get me wrong, but like Neo and Trinity, I just, they're the most compelling people. Yeah. I they mean, have the most compelling story. They're your identity characters. Everybody else yes. is so in the universe. Uh, yeah. Strangers to me. I don't, I don't care if you live or die. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of weird cyberpunk goth freaks. I don't care about you people. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm still like intrigued by the universe, and I still like the idea of the Matrix, uh, which is why like I'll keep coming back to it. Uh, and uh, the res. I know maybe you can't judge a book by its cover in this way, but the Resurrections trailer is the full so length the full good. length trailer is good the last trailer they released i remember the first whatever the first snippet that came out i was like i don't know and then yeah whatever theatrical trailer came out that we <sighs> saw i was very excited about the one that uses the jefferson airplane song yes so such a good trailer oh it my is. god such it, a good trailer it is uh so yeah we'll uh we'll watch it uh so but this is the question I don't think we can talk about the fourth one on this podcast. No. Because the very reason we poo-pooed Jaws was because we can't say it's an honest trilogy. This is even pushing it, actually, to do The Matrix. I mean, yeah, we we did this because we knew there was a fourth one coming out, and we had to up the timeline on it. And uh, it didn't work out, much like any time we try to put a timeline on a movie series. Uh, I mean, I remember when I was going to watch The Fast and the Furious in 2020, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we got to stop doing it. Hey, they postponed the John Wick 4 shooting, so. Oh, fabulous. So maybe we can do that one. Just go from one Keanu oh, to another. another. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to announce whatever our next trilogy is. Uh, we oh, have my not God. I, I was supposed to maybe think of one, but um, you'll we'll hear it when It's the holidays. You'll hear it when you hear it is uh what the next trilogy will be uh, you know maybe maybe we could do resurrections live like we did hobbs and shaw but you gotta watch it live because it won't be on the feed yeah maybe uh you should stay we'll maybe talk we about can make a website and make a binary code and if you figure <laughs> out the code you can hack into the small beans patreon and then you can listen to the fourth episode okay no, sarah's sarah's gonna work on that uh sarah's gonna start we'll coding. brainstorm uh, we'll brainstorm, and uh, with that being said, you should follow us on uh, on the socials to see where that brainstorm leads us to, because we'll definitely do some form of content. Yes, around four. If only me key smashing and posting gifts of like resurrections. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to see this movie. I don't give I, a shit. Yeah. Whatever I just watched today, fine. I don't care. I saw star wars movies after phantom menace so obviously i yeah I, i'm willing i'm willing to go back to the trough for slop i really am uh, yeah. but i don't think resurrection is gonna be slop i'm actually really excited i think we're gonna like it a lot all right 
Well, we'll watch it. We'll we'll let you guys know what we end up doing with that. If only uh, to get to see Carrie Ann Moss Because Sarah and I no longer just again. watch movies in a vacuum. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, we'll let you know that. And then stay tuned because we're going to have a brand new trilogy coming at you. A yes, brand and new- you can have. More friends. You can, you can force, of course, if you love the show, you want to hear these episodes early, become a patron, Small mm-hmm. Beans. Check us out on Patreon. Um, if uh, that's out of the question for you right now, also cool. You can tell a friend or you can leave a review. You can rate, subscribe to the Small Beans feed. That's super helpful. Um, Bridget talked about socials, but Bridget is at Bridget Tweets with three Ts in the middle there. Thank you. I am at SK underscore Griffith. Um, whoever is at Sarah Griffith, I know their account has been inactive since 2013. Bitch, give me <laughs> that URL. You're not using it. Uh, but in the meantime, that's where I am. And uh, yeah. yeah, thank you all for joining us. Have a happy new year. Yeah, happy holidays. We don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, either. Well, have I ha- think the holidays will be over. <laughs> They'll be I over. But this, I, but it might we, be 2022 by the time you listen but, to this. But we hope they were good. Uh, and uh, yeah. That's uh, that was us talking about the Matrix. We'll probably talk more about it. Uh, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you.